one of my unhinged episodes. However, I've been going through the ringer and I didn't know how I was going to come out of that darkness because I have never been that low. I had my heart broken. I had my career completely become something I no longer wanted. I had so many dreams and so many ideas of moving up in the corporate world and the idea of forgetting that not everybody can even afford a bag of chips and not caring. I didn't want to be that person. It felt wrong. It felt like it was going against everything that I believed in. And so when I broke down at my desk, I went on leave and then I quit. And then I had ideas of selling pure romance. I was gonna do that. But I also recognize that people are not really always gonna be able to buy those kinds of things. And I wouldn't wanna be the person asking for them to spend money, which creates a conflict because I need money to survive, but I'm not comfortable asking for it because I recognize the hardships. This is very raw, so you're gonna hear dogs and cats and kids. I made a lot of decisions that I could easily say that I regretted, but I don't. I know I walk by intention and I know that everything that I did will serve its purpose, even if I don't see it right now. I really feel like everybody sells me short. Everybody's always sold me short. I am so afraid of being judged by my family because the majority of them have their stuff together. I get just there and something happens. And because of the way that I walk by faith, I see those as lessons and I didn't learn something, so I've got to repeat it until I learn it. In the worst case scenarios, it took me nine years. Only out of one of those cycles am I still close with the person that I was with, who happens to have stage four cancer. 
He hasn't had the strength to call his daughter over the last couple of days. And that worries me. But you don't want to talk about that because you don't want to put that energy into the air. You don't want to feel as if there's impending doom. You want to be optimistic. Our daughter is four. She's autistic. She knows who he is. They have an amazing relationship. But she's only four. My granddaughter is seven. I don't want to have that conversation. I don't know how I would handle that conversation because I've never been that close to it before. The end never scared me. I never saw that concept as true. It's the existence of continuation without them that I would have a struggle with. I can let you know that I feel completely alone and, and recognize that somebody will hear that and could possibly be offended by that not recognizing that when I say that I feel alone, I have people I can, I know I can go to for certain things. There was only one person that I could really go to and talk to about everything. And we don't talk anymore. but I'm not feeling sorry for myself. That's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm just, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated because I know that looking back is not, that's not something that we should do. And I don't mean to take scorecards, but when you're sitting in the position that I'm in right now and you see how many times you've let people live in your house for free and how many times the minute you needed them, they left. And you don't talk about that because you recognize that those particular people will get offended and it will cause some kind of conflict and that will bring unnecessary drama to your life. But this is my truth. They can't take that from me. I feel as if I've been used my entire life. I'm not feeling sorry for myself. I'm not a victim. It's just a fact. I've had many people help me. 
I'm not saying that I've done this all on my own. But I've walked by faith. The tattoos on my feet are love exists and miracles happen. I'm a walking optimist with a pessimistic heart. I believe in contradictions. I believe that I can be absolutely in love with you and not want to be with you. I recognize that I can have a conversation about money and not be asking for money even when I desperately need it. Because I don't want to feel guilty, which is something that I can only carry fault on myself for. The other person is not making me feel guilty. I'm feeling guilty. And I'm feeling guilty because I start internalizing. I start beating myself up. And I start judging myself through everybody else's eyes. And that's not fair to me. And I do it to myself. I work really hard to always come back to even. So you'll see me cry in a video and five minutes later, I'm laughing in a video. I literally had to work those emotions and it can happen that fast for me. The other day, I did something I thought I never would do. I removed admin access from somebody. And then I sunk into the deepest, darkest depression I've ever been in. I sat in it for two days. I couldn't stop crying. I miss them so much. But even as I'm sitting down there in that darkness, I'm still saying, I love me more, I love me more, I love me more, I love me more. And then I start to believe it. And then I start feeling better and something else will come slap me in the face again. I feel like I've been in a perpetual slap session for the last four weeks. So outwardly, everybody saw me losing my mind which I wasn't, I was still very aware of everything going on in my immediate surroundings. I was just allowing those emotions because I was trying to understand why it was so powerful for me, why it hurt me so much. And I found my reasons.
I was completely vulnerable for the first time in the most intimate of ways. I finally let somebody in completely. And that scared me. Because then they proceeded to do everything that I was afraid they would do. But this time was different. Every heartache allowed me to unravel my spaghetti because each knot is a different trauma. Trauma is linked to the past. So by unraveling the past, I was able to stay in the present and I wasn't mad anymore. And I still kept coming back to love. It didn't matter how many people told me to leave. I still kept coming back to it. Because for me, it was so much bigger than the situation. It ran its course. And that is such a small piece of What's going on? The English language is not our friends when we're trying to really articulate our situation. And given the fact that there are people that like to intentionally cause conflict, you want to be guarded, but that goes against my platform because I'm trying to be completely transparent. I really, I really am trying to heal out loud with every single one who listens to my shows. I may be, I may be naive. But I don't understand mean people. I don't understand how you could intentionally hurt people. It goes against everything. I believe this is not specific to one individual. This is just me taking a full bird's eye view on my life. It would be easy to say, what did I do so wrong? Why was I not enough? To everybody who walked away. But I've always been enough. And I know that.
this is just a piece of what I deal with with her autism. Something on her TV is no longer to her liking. And that's how she communicates. It's just, she just starts screaming. And that can be hard. Because I don't want to be overstimulated. It's not her fault. She's nonverbal. I'm multifaceted. There's times I do things that I absolutely mystify myself. And then there's times where I just feel like a doormat. Just something to keep people's feet dry. I talked to somebody today and they said, what do you need right now? And I didn't even answer the question. I, I didn't even get the chance to before they started listing off everything they were already handling. And I hadn't even asked for anything. And then when I abruptly ended the conversation because they were making me uncomfortable. They then later texted me and apologized. But it didn't have to escalate to that to begin with. A conversation is not a conversation if only one person is talking. It gets to be a little too much. I have a friend who asked me why I'm uncomfortable asking for help. And it's because of what I went through today. I will try to mute as much as possible to limit my background noise. But I really need to get this off my chest. And right now it's more about me than my audience. I have never been comfortable truly expressing my beliefs because society has told me that if I do, I'm crazy. If I don't believe what everybody else believes, I'm crazy. And I believed that. Because I never felt like I was worthy. 
people kept showing me I wasn't. I was convenient when they needed me. The abuse, the sexual abuse, physical, emotional, mental, and the worst, the pain on a soul level. And I still forgive everything. Some of my thoughts might not seem complete because I will honestly start to think of something else and lose track of where I am in my current statement. Because my thoughts are going a mile, two miles, three miles, all the time. I've actually been very proud of myself because I got them almost down to quiet where I had no racing thoughts. I was completely calm. And I keep being tested. I want to know when it's my turn. But I'm the kind of person that feels guilty for asking that question. Because it's selfish, not selfless. And then I struggle because there's times it's okay to be selfish. But I don't allow myself to be because that's wrong. Sorry. I am my own worst enemy because I am constantly fighting what I know is right and what I'm being shown by everything else to do. How do you explain that to people? Everybody wants you to go to therapy. Therapists then want you to be placed on medication. But I don't want to be placed on medication because I don't want my thoughts to be limited. Because then I'm not me personally. I'm not going to heal because I'm not going to find what's really wrong. I'm going to surface dwell it. And I can't do that. It's not going to work for me. And if I say that, then I'm avoiding and I'm making excuses because that's what works for everybody else. Well, I'm not fucking everybody else. I'm only me. And when I say what works for me, why can't accept that. I'm sorry. Why am I always held to the standards of everybody else? How is that fair?
even in parenting. I can show you how what I'm doing is a benefit to my daughter, but other people are telling me, no, you're not doing it right. But luckily I have two people that see that I am. Don't share too much. People will use it against you. You're going to use my truth against me? Okay. I mean, I guess. I own everything. I will tell everybody everything. I have no skeletons. You want to talk about the, the drug abuse? The way I've used my body to gain favor. However, I can tell you, I don't ask for money for that. You've heard me talk of an OnlyFans. Yes, I have one. I'm not ashamed of that. It's more of a museum now than it is an active whatever, but that's because I don't want to charge for I'm going into this podcast and people like to use things against you. I'll just give it all to you guys in the beginning. I don't have any shame of anything that I've done. I went through a point back in 2012, 2013, excuse me, where I did attempt to sell pictures in an effort to get money to save my house. I still have some followers that interact with me today from that time period. Because I always was just here just to be that loving voice, just that that person in the morning that said, hey, lovies, I love you. I see you. The world is so much better with you in it. I just have always wanted to be that voice, that person, that real person who's not always pretending and showing that they have it together. I don't want to be one of those motivational speakers. My videos are always going to have some kind of message to them or it's going to be some kind of trauma that's going on in my life because that's who I am. I have a very chaotic existence because I have to be able to maintain so many different things at one time. So when people actually come into my environment and they sit here and they see exactly what I go through on a day-to-day, they're amazed. How do you handle this? It's not a matter of handling it. This is my family and I'm here for them. And everything I've done is for them. So it does hurt me when I need help. I'm not comfortable asking because of the judgment because it's going to make me a bad mom. I 
am going to get. Well, you knew this was coming. You should have done this. Or what programs are available to you? What have you done? Oh, nothing. I've just sat here and done nothing. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm not going to do nothing. You know, and I recognize why the statements are made. I understand why the questions are asked, especially if the person feels almost obligated that you're going to ask them for money when you're not. Sometimes it's just a matter of release to get the pressure off because sometimes when we're able to get the pressure off, we come up with our own solution and then we come up with the idea, hey, I could do this. Oh my gosh, that can give me a path to get away from the struggle I'm in right now, but still give me the independence that I need. And and then somebody does something that hurts your feelings again. Because they don't see what you see. They don't believe what you do. And then you recognize, again, how alone you are. And then you almost start to spiral. And then you're like, no, 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 no. We're not going to give in to these emotions anymore. If there comes moments that we need to, then so be it. But we walk on faith. Our understanding of faith. <laughs> because we are <laughs> no longer going to be held to what other people believe. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand why you would willingly just give away so many chunks of, so many large chunks of your time for no appreciation. I know so many of my followers are gonna not understand that because it's not real in the scheme of the reality in which they live. There are rules in place for you to survive. But for me, your rules kind of take away my free will. But when I say that, then suddenly I'm in a field wearing flowers, smoking weed, talking about peace, love, and happiness, because that's what society is going to place me into. I've spent so much time on the outside that I can see people's behaviors. I can see little mannerisms. I can see when somebody is very loudly screaming for help and not a person is interacting with them. But you also know that they don't trust anybody. So even if you tried to talk with them, they're not going to be able to talk to you because they don't trust you 
life has told them that everybody's out to hurt them. Which makes me feel like shit. Because I see their pain. I can help transmute that pain. Not take it away. But give them a safe space to have those ugly thoughts. We're human. We have ugly thoughts. But we can never say them out loud because we get judged. Because I guess everybody else's opinions invalidate ours. I know what I felt. I know what I feel. But I also know that in this reality, it's not real. Which is kind of a mind F, if you know what I mean. This was completely random. And if I'm gonna be honest, I don't feel like it released the emotion that I'm experiencing. I don't know who to call because I suddenly no longer know how to use my phone. Especially after the interaction I have today. Two interactions I had today. One actually was verbal. The other, no communication at all. just an act ignored, which is fine. I'm emotional. I cry a lot. That doesn't mean that I've lost touch with reality. I'm going to be true to myself. I no longer think that my reality is the same as other people's. Take that as you will. I'm still very much anchored. I just I feel completely removed from it all. I feel like no matter what you believe,
you're right. <laughs> I've said that several times, but in my healing, I've learned that I had to do the exact opposite to get away from the behavior. Which means that everything that I knew growing up, I had to go to the opposite, including religion. That's a whole nother show though. It's coming. Because demon might have given me the nickname goddess. He wasn't the first man to call me goddess though. Somebody saw that in me years ago and has called me that religious name. I'm going to make a lot of mistakes. I'm probably going to have to go offline for a while because things are pretty tight right now. I'm very proud of who I am today. Nobody can understand how far I've come. Not only in the material realm, but just in myself. I started in a duffel bag. I own my home. I used to blame everybody else. And now I hold myself accountable. I am the reason I am here right now. I can not hold anybody else accountable for that. Miracles, miracles happen. I believe in them. I believe in love, even though it's hurt me. No, love has never hurt me. The people who said they loved me hurt me. reject their love because it wasn't true. Love is unconditional. It's not blind. Daughter's playing with the wooden box that's in her room. So that's the noise you hear in the background. But I've just almost done. I believe in people. I believe that humanity is going to make a turn for the better. I believe that we're seeing a lot of ugly right now because of the fact that so many people are trying to make a change for the better. I have said this in a video I posted 
on Tuesday, which was yesterday. I absolutely love my ex. I appreciate every lesson that he taught me. I miss him terribly. I understand though. I hold no blame. And this is not me in an attempt to win him over or gain favor. Trust me, he doesn't listen to my shows. <laughs> but if you guys could see what I did. How excited he was when he was creating. The way that his eyes would light up when he was cutting the vinyl. Because he was, he wants to be a graphic designer. He liked doing things with his hands. But dreams change. And that's okay. It doesn't change what I see and what I still continue to see. I don't feel bad for not hating him. I don't feel bad because other people expect me to. Again, I am me for a reason. I can take everything that's ever happened to me and I can push it into a positive. It might take me a little bit of time, but I am human and I have big emotions. That scare people. I can show my boobs, I can show my body, I can do all of that. I can play, the, play to the demographic. I'm not trying to do that. I really just want to make a difference. And I feel the difference that I can make is in the ability to turn the darkness into light. That's what my real magic is. I've flipped my view. And so I sit in the light, but the dark is above, which is going to make a lot of people mad. But we get pulled into the darkness. We walk in the light. It all just depends on how you want to see it. But either way, even when I'm at my darkest and you guys can see me completely vulnerable and you haven't seen me ugly cry yet. I, I haven't gotten there yet, but even when I'm in those emotions, I turn into a flame. What are you talking about? That sounds crazy. My life 
is here. I have the ability to help people have a safe space because I'm not gonna judge you. And I know I've said this already or something similar to this, but it's something that's on my heart. And when I talk and I repeat things, it's because I didn't say it in a way that made me feel like my point was made across, that my point was made. And so I repeat myself and I repeat myself and I repeat myself until it makes and computes the right way in my brain. But by the time I get to that point, the person I'm talking to is completely lost interest. <laughs> That's why Demon was so special to me. He didn't question. But if you sat through this whole thing, thanks. I really do appreciate you. I just needed to release and I'm gonna try to do a little more of these impromptu unhinged moments because this is where you're gonna really see me kind of just be honest completely without the glamor and the glitz of an opening and closing and some kind of segment in between. I have changed my mind on my show so many different times, but it's always had the same denominator, healing. And if you were watching this podcast, my apologies, because I have not really been looking at the camera defense mechanism, I suppose. I'm also going to try to work on not saying but as often because I really don't like when I do that. <laughs> Rambling. Thank you. To those who stuck with me. Thank you. To those that didn't. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have the answers. I'm only one person. But I can tell you this and say this with 100% certainty. Thank you so much for waking up today. I love you. And be nice. It's easy. <laughs>